Vinny, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. You cannot be single and be married at the same time. You know, it's it's one or the other. I mean, that's another thing. I think we've mentioned it in, in another episode, or another past episode. But if you're married and you're out doing things without your significant other, even if you mean it in a joking way, you are not temporarily single. I mean, that's a mindset. that That can go very dark very quick. Especially if it goes past the joking part, because really you're kind of joking, but you're kind of serious. It's like, oh, I can do whatever I want since my wife or my husband aren't isn't with me. You know, I, I can do whatever I want. And, you know, whatever you want can translate from, oh, I can buy the, uh, the most expensive meal I want while I'm out. I can treat myself or, oh, I can treat myself. Look at that guy over there. Mm. You know, he, he's he's attractive. Let's go talk to him. And before you know it, that goes down a very dark path. And it's just that one one domino hits the next and the next and the next. And before you know it, they're all down. And all, all of your standards are down. It starts with the small things first. You have to hold to your convictions and know what's true. And just like I was saying earlier, is the more you hear something, the more you experience something, the, the more real it becomes for you. So tread lightly. And another part of denial, you might even think that it doesn't matter if you have any, anyone or, or not, that you're fine either way and whoever comes along will work for that time. And that's another way of still, again, using somebody that's, that still falls underneath the categories we've been talking about, even if you don't feel like oh, that you're, you're, you know, you don't have to have somebody or, oh, I, I can have somebody. It just even if you feel indifferent, indifferent is still denial. Yeah, absolutely. You can't. There is no way you can go halfway into a relationship and, you know, I'm going to make myself feel this way because this makes sense. This is this. This ought to be a good relationship. You know, this is I ought to have feelings for her. I ought to have feelings for him. So I'm just going to fake it until I make it. That's denial. But moving on from the uh, different points that we had about denial and just kind of fleshing out what denial is, I'll conclude this with just sharing the rest of my story. So getting out of my denial, (laughs) I really had a lot of issues that came from going so deeply into denial and into, you know, what I thought of as just like embracing my own personal power. I thought of it as just like, I will, I'm going to have my way finally. Like I've had everything taken from me. I've had everything go contrary. Like I am always the one that gets messed over. I'm always the one that gets the short end of the stick. Nothing ever turns out for me. Nothing's ever good for me. Well, that's it. You know, now Sean's going to get his own. You know, now I'm going to do what I want to do. And God, you just leave me alone until I get what I want, until I have accomplished what I want in life. And then then I'll come back and do what's right. Then I'll come back and, and you know, after I've amassed my fortune and made a difference for myself getting what I wanted, I will start 
doing what I can to do good for others and changing the world. But I, I have to let go of compassion and kindness and stuff like this because it's just getting me killed over and over again. I got to let this crap go. And I fully embraced that, fully embraced that wrong perspective, that wrong set of beliefs that I never would have held before if I wasn't so hurt, I wasn't so angry, I wasn't so caught up in this denial and thinking that I could make myself happy, that I could make the world the way I wanted it to be if I just sought after the power and sought after the knowledge and just became strong enough in my will. I thought it was all just about how strong I could become in my will, that I could have whatever I wanted if I just wanted it badly enough, if I just really, really threw myself into it completely. And I got very interrupted. <laughs> when I started working at a certain uh, Academy Sports and Outdoors, I was working on the, at corporate, at their corporate headquarters, um, I met this young lady, Brandy, who we both worked in the call center. We both worked in the same place. And I would see her coming in and out off and on. And we, we never really just like made eye contact or had any kind of special moment or anything like that. But one day I was eating lunch at some weird time, probably like four o'clock or five o'clock or something like that. And she had just ended her shift and she came and walked right over to my table. And instead of, you know, just passing me on and just going out, she came over and said hi and came over and tried to strike up a conversation with me and i was venting i was like just i was mad because i was constantly mad and what i would do is i would basically turn that anger into comedy and just be be funny about it and berate corporate america and the government and you know who knows what else i was like an angry comedian basically and i was just tearing all this stuff a new one and being really clever i thought (laughs) and um but as I was going off like this and just rattling off because I couldn't help myself, she's just she's just standing here and just listening, nodding and and smiling and just seeming to like, I don't know, see something good and something positive in me. And I'm listening to myself and I'm like, what am I saying? Like, what is this this trite that is coming out of my <laughs> mouth? Like, why, why don't I just shut up? Like, none of this is the least bit like seductive or winsome. Like, none of this is going to get her to at all like me as a person or win win her over as a friend or anything like that i was just like what what am i doing but i couldn't shut up and i kept <laughs> i kept on going on and rattling off until she's like well i i gotta go i'd love to keep on talking but i need to go ahead and leave she stepped over the rest of the way and gave me a hug and i was just blown away because you know first of all here she is like just liking me genuinely as a person as i'm rattling off kind of all this all this sort of negative, I mean, it maybe is funny to a certain sense of humor or whatever, but it was not, you know, positive. It was not lighthearted kind of <laughs> stuff at all. And not definitely not things that you you say to somebody who you, you just met and who you're just striking up a conversation with. And, and then that hug just was special. There was just something about it. And I just, it, it's like something happened to me. And I didn't know what it was. I literally, I don't know if my mouth dropped open or what, but I was just kind of in shock. And I was like, what just happened? Like, what was that? And I went back to my my cubicle and I was just continuing on talking to the customers and everything else, else doing it on autopilot. But the whole time I was just kind of thinking, what the heck was that? What just happened? What just happened? And when I got back home, I, you know, I basically had not really prayed or reached out to God at all for a month, at least, I think. And so so I I got home 
And I was like, okay, fine, God. What just happened? What was this all about? You tell me what just happened. You know, like it's interfering with this whole, I am going to become the, you know, the dark overlord. I'm going to become Darth Vader. It's completely offsetting the entire balance of my strategy here. Like what's going on? And I really just felt him begin to speak to me and tell me this girl is special and she's surrounded by all kinds of darkness and all sorts of things are after her, trying to destroy her, trying to take her out. And she needs somebody to stand for her and somebody to care about her and and protect her. And then like the clearest I've ever felt words just come into me like it was almost audible it was just so strong. It's ridiculous. I never felt that before. I never had anything like that before, even though I would say I had a pretty strong relationship with God before all of this, before it all went south, thanks to my own choices. Um, he said so very clearly to me, I want you to know her. And then he said, I want you to love her. And I was like, what? And he was like, know her. And I was like, Whoa. I was like, okay. <laughs> like I never had God speak to me so clearly. I never had something so strong happen for me. And so I was like, well, I guess I will. <laughs> I guess I'll do that then. And, you know, and that's where that started was I, you know, I had to get outside of my own head, get outside of my own agenda, my own ambitions there for a minute. And I started finding every opportunity I could to, I found out where she was sitting at work and I found out what time she'd be there. I started taking overtime to be there during her shift and when she would be there. And the more I just spent time with her, with her getting to know her. And as God was dealing with me, I came to realize like for you to be here for her, for you to protect her, I started to see that she was somebody. And really this started, even as he was telling me that it was like, I, I got that download of, just how he saw Brandy and what she was like. And just, I could just feel who she was as a person just like came upon me in a way that I can't even explain. I can't, it's, it's like you just all of a sudden know something about someone, you know them almost as if, as if how God knows them, as if how maybe their parent knows them, like the way a parent feels with their child of just, they just glow over them. They just feel something. They're special. They just know they're special. Like that, I had that feeling. Like I just knew that she was special somehow. Like, and it just came upon me. And the more time I spent getting to know her, it just became clearer. It just became more solid inside of me. Even though it's not like we were able to have in-depth conversation or anything. We're right there at work. We're at our cubicles. We're only talking between calls and stuff like that. I just was like picking up this aura off of her and picking up this truth and, and just trying to be there while I was there and trying to be supportive and trying to get to know her. Again, God was dealing with me and I came to the point of realizing that for me to be there for her like I wanted to be and like he was calling me to be, I had to deal with my wounds. I had to deal with how bad that previous relationship really had messed me up. I had to deal with the fact that I needed God. I needed his help to be there for her like she needed me to be. And so basically God was being kind of tricky and he figured out that the only way I was going to at that time turn from my own path was if he set somebody in my path that 
I, I had to love and I had to just get to a place that I could be good for her and not bad. And when I saw who she was and I came to this kind of cr- crucial point of like, she's messing up my strategy. She's messing up my becoming Darth Vader. Like, how am I going to rule the universe if, if I let this happen? And this, I, I had this sort of controversy arise within myself that was like, you have to choose. Will you love her or will you hate her? Because that's the only way. If you, if you choose, if you can hate her, then you can be completely free from compassion. You can be completely free from kindness. You can just go your own way. You'll be free and you can have everything you want. You can do it all if you can just hate her. And I was like, oh man, I can't do that. She hasn't done anything to me. And she's innocent and she needs help. And, and I can't, I can't hate her. I can't do that. And I knew from that moment, like it was like a binary decision. It's like, I'm going to love her and I'm going to let go of this whole path. And I'm going to turn back to God and I'm going to get the healing I have to get and deal with these things for what they are and handle my own demons that I let into my head through these choices I made. And I'm going to, I'm going to face all of this, even though it's terrifying. I'm going to be vulnerable with my mom who I cut off. I'm going to do all these different things because I have to love this girl. I have to be there for her and I have to get my life where it's supposed to be. So I will turn back to God and I will handle all of this like I need to. And that pulled me out of my denial. And that brought back the shining spirit that I still had in in me that was still there. Wasn't dead even though I lived in so much denial, even though I tried to stifle it with so much falsehood and so much bravado and and self-glorification and self-will. After I turned back and walked in the truth and walked in this real love, it set me free from denial. And I haven't looked back. (laughs) Even though we went through a time of testing, we went through some very hard things where You know, we parted ways, as we mentioned in the previous episode, and I had to go through a lot of crisis and a lot of trials of my soul through all of that, but I never went back to that denial. I never went back to it again. You know, I I had different points in times that I kind of flirted around with some denial that I shouldn't have, but I never let myself turn my back on God like that again. I never let myself come to the point of just denying the truth that I need a relationship. I need love. I need to love and I need to be loved. And, you know, I I need my connection with God. I, I do not do well without him. And I cannot force myself into an image of what I want and what I think. I cannot make myself into my own image. That's insanity. I have to embrace the fact that I was made in the image of God. I've got to be the person that I was made to be and be real with myself and be authentic with myself. And that's the only way to ever have peace. You're never going to make your own peace by trying to choose something different from the truth. And love is a fast track into truth. Real love, not just romantic love, not just somebody else giving you butterflies, making you feel good. Real love, when you have that self-sacrificial 
you know, just, I see something in you that is so wonderful. It is so beautiful that I want to lay down my life for you. I want to do whatever I can to pour into you. And it's nothing about what I'm going to get out of it. That unconditional love, it brings you into truth and it sets you free from denial. And, you know, it comes from God. That's all I can say. It comes from God first. It's not something we can originate. And the best way to know it and experience it is to have a relationship with God, is to get in connection with Him. And He will come after you with it as much as He possibly can. He will, you know, use other people. He will use circumstances. He will use all sorts of different things to show you. And even just the smallest things, the little things, He'll display this unconditional love that He has for you, that He patiently continues to have for you, even when you're not open to it yet. Even when you're still stuck, maybe like I was, in in a transactional love, or you just maybe don't even have any love in you. He still loves you anyway. He still loves you that unconditional love and is waiting to set your heart on fire so that you can love him and yourself and others. And that will bring you into the truth. That will set you free from denial. And it's his love that actually just sets us free from a lot of things because even like I told you uh, some, you know, a brief idea of my story and in, in the self-doubt and insecurity sector, number three, his love being unconditional, it, you don't earn his love. He loves you. And you don't lose his love. Yes, he's saddened and upset and angry at what has torn you away from him. And he still wants you back no matter what you've done no matter what you've fallen for he doesn't think you're stupid he doesn't think you're trash now because of what's happened or what you've done he just wants you back he wants a real relationship with you and to get to know you or you get to know him rather and the ways that truly unify the two of you that's real unity right there that's where it starts is having unity with God and then having that branch out to your relationships. And like I said before, you can't create what you don't know. So you need to get to know God and know what relationship really means with him to understand relationships. Even when it comes down to friendships, it doesn't have to be the romantic kind or significant other meaning kind. It can just be friendships or family relationships. It really doesn't matter what kind. When you seek God's love, that's the beginning of your track in the right direction. Because when you seek Him, He seeks you even closer. The truth is not really so hard to arrive at. And it's not really such a terrible thing. Even if it might be hard to embrace at first, you'll find that love and truth are inseparable. And they always come together. Love will lead you into truth. Truth will lead you into love. And... It's a dichotomy. It's a, it's a continual positive feedback loop. If you're willing to accept and embrace one, it will lead you into the other. So denial is ultimately just keeping you from love because denial is refusing truth. Denial is not being willing to, to embrace and go after truth. And yeah, with truth and with love, there is risk. There is emotional risk. There's personal risk. There's putting yourself out there. There's a bit of a price that you have to pay. You know, there's having to let go of falsehoods, having to let go of things that are not true. 
but it is so worth the price. It is so worth the cost. It will set you free in the end and it will give you a life that's really worth living. So we just bless you to be able to find truth for your life and find love and get out of all forms of denial, get away from everything that comes along with pride, comes along with being caught up in a narrative and being stuck on a certain belief because you're finding your security in that instead of truth, that you will be able to see through those things and find the freedom that you really need so that you can have love in your life and you can have your life grounded in reality. Absolutely. But we hope that you are able to listen to this with an open heart, especially if you might actually be in denial yourself. But even if that's not you, uh, if there's anybody that you know, share this with them. And we are on social medias. We, we keep really close tabs on everything that goes on with our Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and soon to be YouTube and potentially TikTok. So we're, we are basically everywhere. So if you know somebody, or even if it's you, uh, D- DM us at any time and we will get back with you. Or even if you just have something that you want us to pray about, let us know. We really want interaction with you guys because it's not just us talking to the air. We're talking to you. And anybody else that you may feel needs to listen. And we're here to serve. We're not serving ourselves here. Yes, we are actually probably learning more than we're aware just by telling our stories and by by teaching all these things. You know, iron sharpens iron as the saying goes, but we're benefiting, yes, but we're not doing this for us. We're doing it for you guys. We want to see you free and loved and living your best life. We don't want you to experience the things that we have. We want you to be able to skip that part and just live the life that God has for you aside from anything, the counterfeit or the opposite things that might happen if you don't know what's going on and who who to truly go to in your time of need and in your time of happiness both and if you're already going through that or have gone through that we want you to be able to leapfrog over us through our experiences and through our growth get very quickly on the other side to healing and and self-actualizing being who you were meant to be and getting out of all that junk and brokenness like let us stand as a testimony for you that it's possible You can come out of really, really terrible denial, really, really terrible things and grow and have the best possible life. Absolutely. Get accelerated and get out of misery into true happiness and enjoyment of life to the fullest. We love y'all and we'll catch you soon. Catch you on the next segment. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Y'all come back now, you hear?